Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Well, our next guest is the founder of the Happy Side Hustle and is attempting to raise the world's happiness levels. And there used to be, by the way, that, do you remember on the radio years ago, we used to talk about the happiness index. Do you remember that? On the end of the news, they go, and today's happiness index is six. And I'm going, how do they know people are happy? Anyway, um, so she wants to do it one side hustle at a time. Julie Begbie is an award-winning side hustle psychologist. Who knew? Who grew up around clinical depression and witnessed firsthand how elusive happiness can be. It's the dream, isn't it? And she joins me on the air. Julie, hi, how are you? I'm great, Niall. How are you? Good. I mean, it is, we all chase the dream of happiness. So, well, some of us don't. I know there are miserable people who thrive on misery, but most of us chase that dream of happiness, don't we? Absolutely. I mean, it's nearly like a, a given, isn't it, that everybody wants to be happy, but most people I know aren't. So no. it's about, like, how, so what do you do about that? Like, yeah, everybody wants to be happy. You don't get many people going, nah, happy life isn't for me. No, I'd rather but, have a miserable, sad life. Exactly, exactly. But but not everybody knows how to be happy, and that's that's kind of where I come. Okay, we'll, we'll come into the side hustle in a second, but I want to go back to your story, right? And, you know, how you obviously didn't find happiness, uh, you know, when you were a bit younger, obviously. Um, and you yeah. suffered, you know, you grew up around clinical depression. So explain to me what that was like and what was the turning point then in your life where you decided this is not for me. You know, I, I want to find happiness. Yeah, absolutely. So so when I was young, I guess, you know, everybody grows up and you think that your family is completely normal. And, you know, every, everybody is experiencing the same sort of things as you. Um, but so it took me a while. I'm not I'm not even quite sure what age I realized, but my mom suffered from clinical depression. And, you know, this was way back in the 70s when, you know, it just wasn't talked about. It was quite a taboo thing. It was quite a frightening thing, actually, because, you know, the treatments weren't really, it, you know, it wasn't acknowledged the way it is now. Um, so I remember when my mum was started to be treated for it, and you know, so I would go to the hospital with her, and it'd be quite a frightening experience. Mm-hmm. And and as as I grew older, it then struck me that depression was hereditary. I got this into my head: depression's hereditary. So you know, I'm a kind of young teenager going, "Oh my goodness! Like this is potentially the life that I've got ahead of me." And that that's definitely the point. So when I was trying to work out when I left school what I was what I wanted to do, like most people, I didn't really have any idea. But yeah. I decided I wanted to go to uni, and uh, I decided to study psychology because I thought, well, that must be where the happiness secrets are. That must be how you find out. Yeah, you can fix other people and fix yourself while you're at it on the side. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, that, so that's how I've, how I've ended up like being a psychologist all these years later. You know, from, basically from that kind of right. Okay, I, I I want to make sure that I know how to not do that because there's nobody walking around in this world like trying to be unhappy. You know, if my mom had known a better way, she wouldn't have been clinically depressed. You know, so it's all about right. Mm. Well, what what are the strategies? You know, what can well, there are obstacles in our way, aren't there? I mean, I always look at happiness as being the top of that pyramid. You know. But there are lots Absolutely. of obstacles in the way. Money is in the way. Health is in the way. Relationships get in the way. Friends get in the way. Loads of things, your work, loads of things get in the way of that happiness, don't they? Completely. However, what I think is, like, because everybody's got stuff going on, right? Like, there's, no, there's nobody waltzing through life just having, like, a brilliant experience every day. But what you can Except do Kim Kardashian. 
<laughs> well, exactly, exactly, except for her. <laughs> Although Tanya, like, Tanya left, did you know? I mean, she had a rough time there. Yeah. Um, but but, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's about, like, noticing the things that do go well and on the, ba- you know, on the balance of things, being able to go, okay, that wasn't great, but what's the lesson I can take from it and how can I move on? As opposed to, I, I'm very, what I've really trained myself to do is really live in the present and the future. I, I very, I spend very little time thinking about, oh, this has happened to me now because of this. Like, I've really moved on from that situation. Although I'm telling my story now, it's just because it's led me to where I am. But I, I know a lot of people that are still quite fixated with, you know, well, I can't do that now because of this thing that happened 20 years ago. And, you know, it's, it's about kind of getting over that, I think, and, and moving on. Mm. I mean, it does remind me, what's that? I'm not religious at all, but isn't there a prayer about God giving me strength to... You know what is it? Our change, or not? Our change of things of the future, but not the past. Or, I can't remember the name it, of that prayer. It, yeah, is it not? Is that not the one that they they have in the AA? I think that's. I think that's I think it. that's the one. Oh. Yeah, it's the one they use. Yeah. In other words, there's no point yeah. in dwelling on the past because you can't dwell it, about it. It's happened. But it's so true. It's so true. I mean, basically, that that prayer is that we only have today, and and that is genuinely all we have. You know, we only have right now. But but there's something really empowering about that because it means that whatever you did yesterday, you can forget about. You know, we don't have to go. Oh well, I messed up yesterday, so I might as well mess up the rest of my life. It's about going. Every day is a fresh start. Every day, and and and, and those days, the power of the day. Like if you continue to. To, to kind of consciously make those days happy, then you end up with a happy life. You end up with a happy future. But oh. all we can do is influence now. Okay, that's, by the way, I've just remembered, it's called the serenity prayer. So it's, I'm that's looking at it, it here now. It says, it. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So no, you're the one with the yeah. wisdom. So you became a psychologist. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a side hustle psychologist. And I'm, I'm assuming, by the way, maybe I'm wrong in assuming this, a side hustle is what we call a nixer. I, I, I'm assuming that's the same thing, isn't it? it, it but that's how it roughly translates. Yeah, well, I, I heard you when you were doing your introduction. I heard, I've never heard that term before, but yeah. but I'm assuming it is. It's just like it's basically something you do. You know, so you've got your day job and it's something you do on like, the side. As well as yeah, that. to make yeah, money. Exactly. Yeah, so that, in Ireland, we call that a nixer. <laughs> okay. So you're. I do, I just, you know, so so I, you, I, I don't know if you're, you're kind of puzzled by my accent, but I live in Edinburgh now, but I'm originally from Belfast, so I've got a bit of a. An eclectic Celtic accent here, but that's not a phrase that I'd heard. <laughs> yeah, so well, side, I, like I think it. the word side hustle originates in the United States. Um, yeah. I think that's where it yeah. originally comes from. But I think here, in, well, certainly in the Republic of Ireland, anyway, um, I think it's known as a nixer. Now, mind you, I live in the north now as well, and I've never heard the word nixer up here. So maybe you're right. Maybe they don't use the word nixer up here. Well, maybe you should campaign to, to start it. Yeah, my producer just said in my ear, does that mean you don't pay tax on it? I, well, I'm assuming not, Jane. Yeah, I'm assuming not. So, well, uh, no, technically you should. Yeah, yeah, well, of course, yes. If Her Majesty's Revenue Commissioner are listening, of course you should pay tax on it. So what, what is the connection between the side hustle psychology and the idea of, of happiness or how to make happiness? Is it because you make more money or you're freer to do things that you want to do? Yeah, so well, the way the way I teach, so so I basically help people who have maybe ne- either never considered having a side hustle before, or just have one of those. You know, people get to midlife and they go, "Is this it? Like, is this it?" So they might not hate their job, but they might be wondering, like, "Is is there no more to my life? You know, is there nothing else?" 
Yeah. So when when people hit that point, what I help them to do, so I take them through a psychological um, assessment to help them to work out where their talents are and then take their talents and go, right, given these are your natural innate abilities, these are the things that absolutely light you up, what could these translate into in terms of a side hustle? So look at, kind of come up with a short list and then look at, well, what what would make you most happy? So, when, you know, if you had a lazy Saturday morning where you had no other demands on your time, what would you choose to do? And why don't you take that and turn it into a side hustle? Because then what you're doing is you're, you're specifically spending more time doing things that actually make you happy. Mm. So it's not like I'm, I'm really good at accounts, so I'll do like I'll, I'll do Excel spreadsheets for people like that. Would make, that would bore me to tears. Oh, bore me that would not too, bring, yeah. You know, yeah, no matter how much money that brought in, that wouldn't bring in extra happiness. It's about the two things together. It's about going, but I love creating stuff, right? I've got, a, 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 so I help people set up side hustles, but I've also got a jewellery side hustle because I love making things. So that, like, I really, when I get... Well, are you making that, money out of your side hustle? Are you making a bit of money on the side out of your side hustle? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and 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 that's that's really joyful as well because all of it, all of it's about helping other people. It's about helping and serving other people. But you can't do that for free, you know. So you have to, because you, you know you can't, you, you wouldn't be able to do that for any length of time. So it's it's really rewarding to know that you're helping somebody and also you're you know you're making extra money. And what I do with that extra money. So my rule, when I teach people side hustling, what I say is that extra money that you didn't have before, keep that in a pot and use it for other things that make you happy. Like a holiday. You know, so this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I have funded. So this, so this basically my side hustling journey started when my kids were young. My eldest son has just turned 21 on Monday. So this, it was a long time ago. And I wanted to take them to Disney World. And, I, and it's obviously a very expensive thing to go to Florida. And I thought, right, okay, I don't think I can put, I can justify this out of our, our like our joint income that's coming in. What I'll do is I'll I'll sell, I'll make some things and I'll sell them and I'll take that money and, and take us to Disney. And I did. And we when we went there the first time, we had such a brilliant time and I love side hustling so much that I just continued to do it. And now we've been eleven times. So you know, and, but all, that's a good. That that's a good side it. hustle. Can I just point out if, if it's paid for yeah. Florida eleven times? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, yeah, it is. But and but none of that money has come out of my day job. Yeah, it's just it's all come out of my side hustle. So I mean, it's, it's I mean, but you can do it. To be fair, that's been a lot of hard work. I mean, a side hustle can be as much or as little as you want it to be. Do you know, yeah. you could do something that's just a couple hours a week and, and, you know, make a little bit of, of extra money for an extra well, night. I, I think whatever. it's also, it brings you happiness. Success brings you happiness too, yeah. right? So yeah. if your side hustle is doing well and you sell it at a little online site or something like that, for say your jewellery or whatever it is, or in my case, yeah. I do a podcast, which brings me yeah. a lot of joy because I love talking to people. I love interviewing interesting people as well. But if so the side hustle is making you money, I mean, that success in itself drives you to do a little bit more and makes you even happier. Well, that's what I find anyway. When when uh, I get a good uh, podcast or really good interview and people, I get a good reaction to it, that makes me want to yeah. do more of it. You know what I mean? Com- completely. And probably like me, you're probably in the same position where so I started off, so my, I've had a number of side hustles, but my jewelry side hustle has been consistent for about 10 years now. And people then who are, who are, 
kind of interested in what I'm doing. So they find it they find it quite interesting that I've got a bit of a variety. I've got a bit of an eclectic sort of career. And they'll say to me, you know, I would love to do something like that, but I don't know where to start. So I, I, I was like, I find that I was spending an awful lot of time going for coffee with people who were saying, can I just pick your brains? You know, just could I, because I'm thinking of doing this, what do you think about this as an idea? And, you know, how would I start it then? What would be the first thing I would do? So that's how I ended up setting up my business, Happy Side Hustle, which basically helps people to take that idea and bring it to life and then market it to make it successful. Because although everything is Googleable, of course, it, it, it can feel overwhelming and daunting and that's where the kind of psychology comes into it, you know. So mm-hmm. so even when I show people exactly what to do, sometimes then what stops them is, but what if I put a post on Facebook and my friends think it's um, my friends laugh at me? You know, what what if Sharon I know. Girl yeah. is, is, you know, just thinks who who is she to to do this? You know, so so there's definitely a psychology element to it to you know, to nearly fear that feel the fear and do it anyway, like push yourself. And there's also a fear of failure too, isn't there? I mean people some people yeah. have a fear of failure. What happens if it doesn't work? What happens if I don't make any money yeah. out of it? What happens, you know, if it just costs me money in the long term? And and but that yeah. shouldn't be a consideration yeah. at the start. You should just make a go of it. I know you're championing the hashtag mission happiness movement. And you also mentioned as well that it isn't just about starting a side business, it's about a life altering journey that has the power to make families and communities happier, which creates a ripple effect, of course, of peace and positivity around the world. If we all kind of did it, but then again, that's a big ask, isn't it, for us all to be doing stuff like that? It, it is a big ask, but, but you know, all we can do is impact us and our families. Now, I, I, I genuinely think happiness is infectious. Like, I know that, like, I'm, I'm just so excited about everything that I do. Like, I'm, I'm too much for some people, but for the people that like me, I, I know that I bring people's energy up when I'm around them. So if, if I can if I can focus on being happy and creating consciously creating happiness in my life, I know it's impacting my husband, my 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 two sons, my family, my friends. And then if if I can teach other people to do that, and other people can kind of take responsibility for doing that, then it it ripples out to their family and friends. And you know, it's just it's just a little pocket at the moment, but. The more you know that that ripple can spread quite quickly mm. as you know as the, the number of people that you influence around you. It's also important to, to point out to people that don't burn yourself out, obviously, because that's really important too. Because if people have a job nine to five and then they're trying to do a side hustle, if they do it wrong, the side hustle can then become a job as well. They feel they yeah, have to do definitely. it to make because they're making a you know a bit more money out of it, and then that can become the chore if you know what I mean. So you have to be careful. Definitely. You have the balancing act there, isn't there? Yeah, there's definitely a balance and act. I mean, there's kind of two sides to it because sometimes people will go, well, I'm not sure if this is exactly the right one. So they just completely procrastinate and do nothing. I'm I'm a fan of going, I think this might be the right one. I'm going to try it, but I'm not going to go, I have to do this for the next 20 years. I'm going to try it. If I don't love it, then I'll try something else. And, I'll, mm. and, and most, like my side hustles have evolved over the years, you know, so I've had, I've had, or seven side hustles in a row all different but each time I start a new one I'm taking the lessons from the last one and I'm going oh yeah well I know that that works well in terms of marketing and I know that was a really good way to start that so each time it becomes easier and then and then I can work out what you know what I like but you, you don't know what you, you like yeah but the world is your oyster now because of course with the internet you know, it's made it yeah. so much easier. It's not like you have to set up a stall on a market on a Sunday. You know, the, the internet has made it so much easier to sell if you want to sell and sell your yeah. whatever it is you're making or whatever it is you're doing. I mean, what's what's the most lucrative side hustles at the moment? What are the most lucrative? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we're looking for tips. Yeah, 
you're right. Like anything that's online, I mean, a big thing at the moment is things like, you know, people using, so if you, if you can get your head around whatever the latest thing is, so at the moment it's like AI, isn't it? You know, yeah. That's the way a lot, a lot of things are moving. If you can get your head around that, and then translate that into something that's going to help somebody else. So, you know, there's a lot of virtual assistants out there that are taking ChatGPT and, and, you know, either showing people or using it to create social media content, email content, you know, lots of kind of market activities for people. Um, there's At the moment, there's just been a big change in the way email marketing is done and the way you have to kind of validate and verify your your site again it's quite a complex thing so so yeah. anybody that's ahead of the curve there can go like I've, there's somebody that i coach who just tell me tonight she's she's offering to do it for people to uh for people on their behalf for 97 pounds and she's like she's she's had a lot of interest in that because you know people don't know how to do it so yeah i think it's about it, it, it it's there's there's probably not one that's that's you know constantly the most lucrative but it's about always being a wee bit ahead of the game and going what else is coming down the line here and how can i help people to you know to, to, to kind of move forward with it mm. well i have to say it sounds wonderful I, and you you do sound very happy by the way um but <laughs> and, and and i i wish everybody was happy it would be great if everybody could find happiness and and everybody everybody can find happiness julie can't they if they really yeah. try i i you know i i absolutely believe that and it but it's it's just about kind of understanding yourself and for me the, the, right the really simple thing that I think you can do is just notice all the brilliant things that are going on with people around you and tell them do you know so if, if you're like you know if, if you've got a group of friends and you notice that somebody has just done something brilliant or is wearing something great or has had, got, had their hair cut that's brilliant whatever it is that you notice say it out loud because you just never know what difference that's going to make to somebody else. And, and generally, I would say in, in, in the UK and Ireland, we're not great at accepting compliments. It's a bit awkward. I was, right? go, I was like, going to say that. Are, are Irish and UK I, people yeah. not good at the side hosting? Because apart from anything else, I think generally speaking, Irish and UK, we tend to be very depressed and sad people. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Nobody, but honestly, now no one has ever gone home at night and gone. Someone complimented me today. I'm raging like that. No one has ever felt worse because of that. They might not react brilliantly to externally because people don't know how to accept compliments. Yeah, we get a bit awkward with a compliment, don't we? We get a bit all yeah, weird about yeah. it. Yeah, but 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 you know what's key is modeling that yourself and just having your words go. So if someone gives you a compliment, so if you take something like um. You know, somebody saying, I really like that coat you've got on, you know, just something very superficial. Like the standard Irish response says, oh, it's just from Primark, you know. Pennies, pennies, honey. Exactly, exactly. But but actually, if you if you can train yourself to say something like, oh, thanks so much. That's, that's, you've really made my day saying that, you know, something like that. Then you're really yeah, you're right. You're like you're so person. right. That's a real Irish woman thing to do, you know. You say, "Oh, they're lovely shoes." Which, oh, those things. Well, I have them ages. <laughs> Pen, pennies, hon. Pennies. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's very funny. Our Irish women are the worst for taking compliments. They just don't take it. They think you're up to something as soon as you compliment them. <laughs> and men are worse. Men just think you're you're looking for money or something if you compliment them. But, but you know. 
but you know what is it's because I think it's because the opposite of that is imagine if you said to someone I really like your coat and they went yeah I know I look great don't I you're like no we don't like that either we don't want that <laughs> yeah that, that, that. don't be cocky but we yeah. go, exactly we go so far the other way to be humble you know humble fairer than cocky but we go so far the other way we've really sort of broken ourselves in terms of happiness because happiness comes from other people kind of externally validating you doesn't it yeah well look I, you're sharing your happiness and hashtag mission happiness has been shared if people want to get more information, by the way, Julie, if they want to get more information about you and what you do and how to achieve your your infectious happiness, um, <laughs> uh, where where can they get that from? Where where do you go? Uh, so yeah, so I've got a website. It's uh, juliebegby.com. So Julie B E G B I E juliebegby.com, and all the information is on there. I would okay. absolutely kind of love to help okay. anybody. I would love to find okay. out more. Julie Begby, and it's B E G B I E. That's B E G B I E. Uh, juliebegby.com. If you want to go there and find eternal happiness, and going straight after the show, I need to go there and <laughs> I need happiness. <laughs> I need more happy. Uh, so, by the way, sometimes we don't have time for side hustles. You know what? My my biggest enemy, Julie, in life is time. If I had more yeah. time, I keep saying we need to invent another day. Like I don't, you know, yeah. have eight days a week, just a spare day. And also, we yeah. need to do away with sleep and eating because that just takes up time. So <laughs> that I could be more constructive in that time. I I always feel I'm wasting seven hours when I'm asleep at night. That I could be doing something really constructive. You know, I'm yeah. thinking I'm probably a workaholic. I think it's I think it's getting really focused though on the things that move the needle now. You know, so so ever so I, I've been like really good at this since January. I wasn't brilliant at it last year, but I've been going right every day. I've been going for a walk for an hour, and then I've been doing like marketing and growth activities for my business for an hour. So not just all the other stuff that goes on, but the actual audience growth bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's me. And that I mean that's why I'm here tonight because of, of you know something I and like an activity that I did in, in, in that hour and. And now I don't allow myself to do any of the stuff in my business until I've worked on my business every single day. And that's made a difference, you know, and, and, and definitely, I mean, of course, there's not unlimited time. So things have had to drop out of my day, but they're not the important things anymore. Whereas before, it was, I was a bit haphazard, I yeah. would say, last year. So that seems, that seems well, to work well take, for me. We've taken a lot out of the interview today, personally, about not dwelling on the past. I do tend to dwell a little bit on the past. Uh, we shouldn't be dwelling on the past. That's the most important thing I t- I've taken out of it, apart from anything else. And uh, yeah, make a bit of time and do something you enjoy yeah. doing. And if you're successful and make money out of it, keep it aside and keep it for something else that makes you equally as happy. Exactly. Ju- Julie, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. And if you want more information, you can go to juliebegby.com. Thank you, Julie. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.